Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the podcast where we break down all of the latest and greatest in celebrity gossip, scandals, babies, weddings, you know, everything. I couldn't do this by myself because, you know, there's a lot of celebrities in the world, but luckily we have our own in-house celebrities, the celebrity of hair and beauty and fashion, Gwen Flamberg. Oh, I like that title, Travis. I think I'm going to have new business cards printed. Hi, guys. <laughs> and the celebrity of determining are they there for the right reasons? Formerly baby girl, Miss Baby Woman, Sarah Heron. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm certainly here for the right reasons, and that's to talk crap. Absolutely. We are here to talk crap. If you can't say anything nice, come sit with us, because that is what we are going to do. Before we jump into the news, because there is some weird and dramatic news of the week, let's start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made our hosts go woe and clup clutch their proverbial pearls or maybe real pearls, depending on the day. Sarah Heron, what story made you go well this week? Well, one of my favorite people to cover their dating life, um, of course, is Christina Hack. But right up yes. there with Christina is your your Jana Kramers and your your Megan Kings, your yes. Megan King, formerly Megan King Edmonds. And our Real Housewife of Orange County alum has a new man in her life. You guys, she is dating business mogul Trevor Calhoun less than one year, really like six months after ending her whirlwind marriage to Joe Biden's nephew, Cuff Owens. A source tells us they've been going strong for three months, which would mean it was about three months after she married, uh, ended her marriage to Cuff Owens. That which was long. three months as well? Yes. She had the rule of threes, Megan King. Wow. The source also says she's been doing everything she can to keep the relationship private. Their staying under the radar has been pretty easy so far for the couple who are currently long distance. He lives in New Orleans. She is still in St. Louis sharing those kids with Jim Edmonds, who are now five and four. She has a five-year-old daughter and two twins with Jim. He is the trusted provider network CEO. He has a private Instagram status, um, Instagram account. And Megan hasn't commented except for to share an E! News speculative, speculative story about it, writing eek. Yeah, that she that regrammed that story and just said eek. That was such a strange thing. It was like, you're not saying it's true. You're not saying it's not true. You're just saying eek, which made no sense to me at all. Yeah, I mean, I think Megan King, listen, she, I believe, like a Jana Kramer, has kind of referred to herself as a love addict. Um, Mm -hmm. So they know that there may be problems, but they just they persevere and they find new suitors. 
<laughs> well, good for them. We all know a serial dater in our life and we love to watch it play out. Gwen Flamberg, what story made you go, whoa, this week? And why was it the Balenciaga show? Oh, my God. How did you know, Travis? Well, first of all, I have a few woes this week. Oh, a flutter. So you guys have to hear all these things. First of all, Travis Cronin, I'm going to tell you that your hair looks fantastic. Oh, thank you I'm so much. I'm loving this, this rose gold baby pink with roots. Guys, if you only listen to us, go to YouTube because you can see us on video and you, like me, can be astounded at the ever-changing hair colors of Travis Cronin. Okay, yes, the Balenciaga show. I'm still just dying over this. Guys, it's uh, Paris Fashion Week, but not just any old Paris Fashion Week that we normally get twice a year in the fall and in the spring. This is Couture Week in Paris. And the Balenciaga show really pulled out all the stops because you know who walked in the show, you guys? Yes. Of course, one Kim Kardashian. But what I was even more stoked by, Nicole Kidman walked in the show. In the yes. tinfoil dress. I mean, in the tinfoil dress, which, you know, I'm already seeing the memes about, you know, it, it be, her being a giant burrito, a couture burrito. But listen, everybody wants extra guac, right? So yeah. the Balenciaga show was all about... Um, celebrating individuality and inclusivity. And I love the idea of couture and inclusivity. So I'm just like dying over this. I'm dying over all the pictures coming out of Couture Week because Kim is there with Northwest, who has been seen wearing Kanye's jacket. I mean, guys, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. We have got all of the scoop. But there's one other uh, thing that just made me go, whoa. And it happened today, Trav. What? Vogue released their August cover and you know who's on it? Emma Corrin, who sometimes I refer to as that weird bird, although I love her. She was in The Crown. She's starring in two huge films in the fall. British actress. She's a they, them. She also is on the cover of Vogue magazine with visible underarm hair. I never thought I'd see it. And I never thought that when I did see it, I'd love it. But I do. And that made me go, whoa. Guys. But I do. But, but I, I do. Can I just real quick go back to the fashion show? Since you yes. know, I always have so much to say about fashion. One, obsessed with Northwest being there. I love that Kim has been bringing the kids. She took Saint and Psalm mm-hmm. to New York. And they were like getting into little shenanigans backstage at Jimmy Fallon. Now North yeah. is at the fashion show. And Dream Kardashian, you guys, Rob's daughter. Oh, my God. Isn't her first campaign with Kris Jenner for Amazon? Like, they are putting Dream <laughs> to work. I'm dying. Like, Rob, Arthur George isn't bringing it. So get Dream in the campaign with Chris. <laughs> and I also just really like those photos of Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman backstage. So I was more into who was, like, behind the scenes of the fashion show. But it seems oh, just like a great time. They look so cute. Um, I love those two. I love that um, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban are always, like, super you know, touchy-feely, their love language is physical touch. They're yes. like super into each other. It's really sweet. I think they just celebrated 16 years of marriage. Is they that did. right? Like they just had a wedding anniversary and I, they're just super in love, guys. And I love that. I love love. And from the well, back, I'm not a love addict. Hottest lesbian couple I've ever seen from the back. Keith mm-hmm. Urban and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> um, I, I also love the fashion show. Nicole Kidman looks so amazing. And Kim's yeah. like 
energy she's putting into her face is just <laughs> radiating. But that's not what made me go whoa this week. What made me go whoa this week is something I never thought I would say. Uh, a collab happened in Toronto when the Backstreet Boys were playing at the Budweiser Arena for their concert tour there. And Drake Drizzy himself came on the stage to perform I Want It That Way with them. He told this adorable story about how he had a crush on a girl when that song was out and didn't know if he liked her. And then she asked him to dance during I Want It That Way. Drake sang with them and actually sounded really lovely with them. He sounded totally like a BS beer and was doing a little bit of the choreography. Just adorableness all around. I love when something just like organic and cute and Drake turns into a fanboy like all of us just getting nostalgic on stage with them. Adorable. Maybe go whoa, but also oh, Me too. That note he hit, that last note, that classic Backstreet Boys note. Drake, our Jimmy Brooks, you know I love when he goes back to Canada because I loved Grassy. Yeah, good times. Oh, it was a great times. Well, let us move into some of the news this week. Now, I was on vacation last week, so someone at the wedding I was at had to tell me that this happened because I didn't even realize it. But don't worry, I am all caught up now. Travis Barker hospitalized oh. with um about with pancreatitis, endo, as we're going to call it. He had the endo, and then he went out to dinner um, on Monday, and then he developed an excruciating pain, and he was in the hospital for days after. Um, he had a very small polyp removed um, in a sensitive area, usually handled by specialists. Um, there was damage to a critical pancreatic tube. Now, while we may be lawyers, sometimes we are definitely not doctors. So not enough is- episodes of Grey's Anatomy could ever get me to understand anything. And I've seen about 400. Well, let's see what we did know. He was brought into the hospital with a life-threatening, really painful um, illness, the pancreatitis, pancreatitis with on a stretcher. It was really, really dramatic. Um, he was rushed there. They had to call 911. Of course, Courtney is flipping out. Sources tell us that she was wildly you know, upset. Uh, his kids were all tweeting um, about this. And it was just sort of like a huge, a scary day in Kardashian land. This was just days after. After he celebrated Father's Day with his ch- children and stepchildren, um, they were saying all of these lovely, nice things. And then he's rolled into the hospital after just having the wedding of the century, as it's being called by Dolce & Gabbana. So just lots of dramatics from Team Travis and Kardashian. Do you remember where you guys were when you heard the first news that Travis was in trouble? Yeah, I do. I was at the Machine Gun Kelly concert. <laughs> Very relevant oh. to the situation, actually. And also, like, I can't even believe that you had the wherewithal to read a news report whilst you were at that concert. Well, Gwen, I was at the Machine Gun Kelly concert, and little do I know, Landon Barker and Anita Barker are in my presence. Ooh. And Landon Barker, who is Travis Barker's son. Is he as tall as he stage. looks? Um, He wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And Charlie D'Amelio was there. They're dating now. Right. Which was exciting for all. Uh, Megan Fox was there. Um, But I mean, literally shortly after I got the TMZ notification um, after, you know, I had had a few, but I was still a writer girl, got the TMZ notification. And then Landon Barker is on stage singing Die in California, his collaboration with Machine Gun Kelly. So. Um, he was okay. Clearly not too concerned. He still made it on stage at Madison Square Garden with MGK and Anita, who is Travis's stepdaughter, um, Shannon Mochler's daughter with um, Oscar De La Hoya, was also in the crowd rooting for him. While Alabama, who was Travis's daughter with yeah. um, Shanna, was by his side in 
Los Angeles. So I was kind of hoping Travis Barker was going to be at the Machine Gun Kelly concert. Right. He's supposed to be on tour with him. Right. Instead, Landon Barker was there. Um, Megan Fox was also there. She walked through the crowd. People went wild. Um, MGK broke three guitars. It was a thrill. Oh, my God. Good for you. And I will say that no one is a bigger fashion inspiration to me than Machine Gun Kelly. Whatever I look at. You and him are the queens of pink. I mean, we pink rhinestone crystal mesh. This mother trucker is always in like gigantic pearls and rhinestone mesh with pink hair. I'm like, did you jack my style? Did I jack yours? I love that we have the same. So I know know, almost the biggest fan is baby girl. But Travis Barker is home. He spent 4th of July with Courtney and the kids at the beach. Um, you know, all is well. Hopefully the Kardashians were very concerned, but you know, they still got the Amazon ad out with dreams. So it's all good. <laughs> Dream nice. looks so cute. And that so hopefully more makeout pictures will come. So we'll know that he's really okay. You know, the doctors can say what they want, but until he's grabbing her butt and they're making it on Instagram, we will know he is not fully healed. Well, speaking of fully healed, let's move um, across the pond and talk about Queen Elizabeth because she is hopefully rightfully so. I feel like she deserves such a break. She has been everywhere. She is officially lightening her workload and passing some of her royal responsibilities to Prince William. Just kidding. It's still Prince Charles. Responsibilities to Prince Charles. We still have to sit through this. Um, Last (laughs) week, Buckingham Palace released its annual report revealing that Queen Elizabeth's role as the head of state and the head of the nation has been formally amended. Her royal duties have been changed from 13 bullet points to a less specific description of responsibilities and the list of duties must fulfill um, has also been removed. So she really can just sort of do what she wants. Uh, reported by the Sunday Telegraph. This quiet change in the royal's job job description seems to be an attempt to accommodate for uh, the Queen's ongoing mobility issues and they have uh, that have caused her to pull from a number of public engagements in recent months. Now, this is the first time in over a decade that there has been a formal change to the Queen's responsibilities. I mean, here's the thing. I truly believe that they just kind of like made this official so that people, and by people, I I mean, the British tabloids would stop with all the speculation. They're just sort of making it official that she is, uh, you know, going to going to sit back a little bit more and um, have her family members take the lead on things. Now, you know, I agree with you, Travis. Prince Charles really like I'm still reeling over the fact that the dude took bags of cash from the Saudi businessman. Three million dollars. Like it's like. How out of touch can a human be? The monarchy really needs some modernity. And I just wish that they would like skip over and just put William and Kate into these roles. I'm really hoping that this is all just like formality, formality, yada, yada, yada. And we're going to see that sooner rather than later. Well, I mean, it is formality, but we're going to get Prince Charles for a while. And I don't know if Queen Elizabeth ever took bags of cash from Qatar, um, the (laughs) Qatar government, because apparently it is sort of tradition. And maybe even, you know, when you give a gift in the United States, you don't have to tax it. That's sort of what rich people do to get over the money laws. Maybe in Qatar, if you put the money in a bag of cash, it is sort of like a symbolic gift. But that I mean, Prince Charles walked away with three bags with three million and like three dollars in it which i just i think is weird and sort of thirsty and sad at 70 something years old in their whole life in this in this business as we call it yeah i don't know don't really trust charles as far as i can throw him but i don't live in england so that's their problem right 
it's right. So let's let's hope that uh, you know the people in England like Charles a little bit more than we do and want to see his reign um, for the next 20, 30 years because I sure do not. Especially, I mean, I wish he could just be the sort of head of the the constitution, and then William and Kate could be the sort of uh, pretty show ponies that are that are flown around. Right. Let's see what happens. Surprises, Charles. Surprise us. All right. Let us move on to just one of the most ridiculous celebrities, I think, right now. Um, but you got to admire his gusto. Nick Cannon, he is having he has had a lot of quotes recently on why he has so many kids. And he did this through the art of freestyle rapping, which I very much appreciate. Spilling all of the tea during a freestyle seems like a good way to do it. And he talked about all of his children's mothers, their relationships with each other. Um, he was on Power 106 FM in New York, and he said uh, his rap, which I am not going to rap. He says, but what is a ring but really a band? I got you for life, and I'll always be there. All of my children will always be friends, even if their mama's not in agreement." Good one. Um, and then he captioned the video, a message to all of my kids. Oh. Now, Nick Cannon has 500. No, not 500 kids, but he has he has a lot of kids. Um, he shares children with three um, other women other than Mariah Carey. Of course, he has the twins with her, Moroccan and Monroe. He now has Golden, his child Powerful, who's now one with Brittany Bell. And then he has another set of twins, Zion and Zillin, with Abby De La Rosa in 2021 and news broke in January that baby number eight was on the way but don't worry um, Abby De La Rosa is also pregnant again um, <laughs> he said that historic is on the way so he is going to be rounding out at nine children just for now that's for now. That's for now. And he he told us, which we really liked, that he said he's going to ease up on having kids. So, so many kids. But then he said the stork's on the way and baby number nine is coming down. And it's just, I, he's, I really liked him for so long. And I don't know whether I like love his emboldenedness or just think he's so strange. I think he's strange. And I think these kids are going to, I mean, I, I guess he's got a lot of money. I don't really know. I'm sure. I know yeah. he's like his radio and talk show and the mass singer host, like yeah i'm sure he's doing well but like the emotional of why did dad just keep popping out these kids and just like there's not enough hours in the day nick cannon like i i personally don't believe you're going to be able to emotionally support all of these children and i also think there was that really sad tragedy like a year ago when one of his his babies died and that's heartbreaking but like this feels like a interesting reaction to keep moving forward and having more kids different women to that um i wonder if mariah carey is just like wtf or is she happy like the twins are mine good luck with the rest i i, I think it's, it's the twins weird. are mine good luck with the rest yeah it's not my favorite it's just it's really strange a lot of his baby mamas don't get along i don't understand how he's gonna do this and i think we'll be seeing more kids from nick cannon in the future my favorite part is that um abby de la rosa once had to say no i'm not in like a sex cult with nick cannon when you're having so many kids that you are asked if you're in a sex cult i mean fair question very fair question and just sort of strange, but that's what we like here on the Hot Hollywood Podcast. So in a way, thank you, Nick Cannon, for keeping it weird and just a little bit creepy and possibly culty. All right, well, let us move on to someone else who is talking kids, but luckily a lot less than Nick. I'm talking about Adele. Um, now, Adele is, of course, dating uh, LeBron James's sport agent, Rich Paul, and she discussed her dreams of growing her family in her appearance on BBC's Desert 
Desert Island Dis, a podcast this last Monday. Dale said it would be wonderful if we can. If not, I've got Angelo. I just want to be happy. Now, uh, Adele's son, Angelo, is nine years old now. That life really flew by. She shares with her ex, and she talks a little bit about their co-parenting, which was really, really lovely to hear. She says, it was never really tricky because we're such good friends. Over my dead body is my kid having a messy divorce in his life, Adele said and told the host. There are no issues. Uh, there are no issues, and there were no issues. I guess it was easier to make sure that that didn't happen. I was blessed with him, and he's just the best. I definitely approached it all with grace, and I think that really paid off. Now, as for her current boyfriend, Rich Paul, he knows a thing or two about co-parenting as well because he experienced fatherhood at a very young age and was raising his kids, his three children, trying to grow his business. Now, uh, Rich Paul said in a profile in The New Yorker that if he has more kids, he's definitely looking forward to being a more patient dad, which is just adorable. And they're canoodling all over the place. So babies in the future for Adele and Rich, it seems very likely. Babies, but still no Las Vegas residency. Yeah. Yeah. That Something was a... about this whole thing always was weird to me. Like, I love Adele, powerhouse. But like, there was all those weird reports. At least you started dating that they were very up and down. And then the Vegas thing happened. And then she stopped and then we never really got clarity on that so i don't know some i i feel like there's something weird there but that's literally all speculation and assumption so yeah i don't know I like, if it's weird about their relationship but i do think it's weird that she just canceled that vegas residency and never brought it back like didn't right it wasn't ready but like yet like how come you didn't work on it for another couple months and then right. do it? Like, and like ready like adele's not a dancer like what does that mean ready <laughs> Well, there was like at the time we had sources close to the hotel telling us that it was this big water feature. That was the issue. Um, and then sources to Adele were telling us that the residency just wasn't giving her uh, her the spectacular she wants to. And then it sort of turned bad blood between them. But I agree. It's not like she's putting on a J-Lo show. These are like videos and just things happening behind a lady who, you know, as my fiance says, does the park and bark. She just stands in front front of a microphone and sings. I mean, it's it's astounding. I've seen Adele perform. I've seen like during set fire to the rain with that water feature, but like who needs it? You don't need it. And I do think that um, it was more of emotional issues, maybe the old celebrity exhaustion thing that she was, she didn't want to do a residency where that's very, very demanding, but then kind of like, don't sign the deal to do it when you right. who were spending $2,500 a seat on a ticket. Like I remember when that residency was announced and I just couldn't believe the cost of those seats and like oh my people God. had bought tickets and planned trips to Vegas and then like abruptly canceling it. Cause I, I don't know. I, I agree with you, Sarah, something is, something is off there. I'm not sure if it's the relationship with Rich Paul, but Something is off. What aren't you telling us, Adele? What aren't you telling us? We will find out. Um, But we'll have to find out on the next episode of the podcast because that is all the time we have today. Um, Thank you to my host, Gwen and Sarah, for agreeing to go to London and investigate Adele personally and wait outside of her home and find out what she isn't telling us and for helping me spill the piping hot celebrity on all of these other celebs. Again, this is Travis Cronin of Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion and fame and messy drama of your favorite celebrities because after all guys these celebrities they're they're just just like like us. us
Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.